0: I'm here with Mike Williams today from No Limits Fitness and Digitally Fit. Now, Mike, you are in the process of pivoting from your fitness business into a marketing business. Tell me a little bit as a business owner going through that process and, and how you've been able to do that. Four years ago, um, I was at a point where I was
1: really struggling to, to drive new customers in and increase sales um, and find effective marketing solutions. I tried all kinds of stuff, Um, was doing what, it was copying other local businesses and doing what they were doing. And from postcards, um, other print publications, direct mail, Google ads, all kinds of things. And I I couldn't find anything that worked. And then some of the other businesses that I'd copied, they started going out of business. And I soon found that I was copying a a broken business model with the gym. so I got a business coach and somebody I could that somebody had done it and they had, you know, success leaves clues. And so I went with someone who already had, they had the business that I wanted and I got them to coach me through what they did. And that was how I sort of ventured into the world of social media marketing, learning how to do that. I um, learned how to optimize the traffic that I was already getting and how to convert it. Like how can you turn all that into sales and what is your, what's the purpose of your website, things like that. And so you could take, you know, resources and assets that you already have in place and actually get them to work for you. Um, and that that was incredibly transformational. And then learning how to go about marketing on social media. Um, so I had tried it before and I thought it didn't work. And I I'd, would craft my post and I would, you know, they had that uh, thing where you can only get like 20% of your words into a post to run it. And um, I'd mess with all that. And so I kept increasingly making my font smaller and smaller. To the point where you needed a magnifying glass to, you know, kind of get the grasp of my ad, so it wasn't effective. And I, so I thought I knew what I was doing, but I, it turns out I didn't. Um, you know, I got the coaching that I needed, and just I just dove in headfirst and just just sucked it up like a sponge. The first time I did it, I I,
0: I overwhelmed myself. I sent more business to myself in a day than I could handle. You're talking about investing in somebody who's truly a professional to help you and advise you Absolutely. instead of looking around and just saying, well, this is what everyone else does. So I'm going to try it. And you saw that that wasn't where things were headed.
1: No, because it wasn't uh, what I found. Uh, there was no one in the area that, that was using these strategies that weren't up to date with the technology, with where it was headed. And so it had exploded in all these other areas of the country, but it, but it wasn't here. And um, when I tapped into that, my, it, I took off immediately. I mean, yeah. there were, I mean, honestly, I went, I had some pretty dark days as a business owner. I went a really solid, probably two months where every day I went home and was struggling with how it was just weighing on me. Like I didn't know how I was going to tell everybody that I had to close my business because I couldn't keep it. I was losing thousands every month. It felt like a failure. I struggled and I was trying all kinds of stuff and not, just nothing gained traction until I came across, I learned how to do this and Yeah, very quickly turn things around for me.
0: So, the business that you're pivoting to right now, you're using the strategies that you learned to turn around your business, Mm -hmm. and you're looking to help people in this area because it's not like you invented it, but there are very few people that are actually using the tools that are available to them on these social media platforms to maximize their reach, to maximize. Uh, their marketing dollars. So tell us a little bit what digitally fit does and maybe give us a little insight on, you know, if you're doing this in your business, you're throwing away your marketing dollars. So maybe you can kind of help us out there.
1: Yeah. I learned that aesthetics, like the aesthetics of a post doesn't always translate into effectiveness. It, sometimes what you think as a business owner, especially in fitness, what you think resonates with your customer might repel a new customer. And In making that shift, um, simply posting on a page isn't, that's not social media marketing. That's not what helps you gain that traction. Um, You're very limited by your organic reach. You're that obscure business out there and nobody knows who you are. And you can quickly change that with significantly less uh, marketing dollars than you could on other platforms. Consumer behavior's changed and that's the big shift. We understand enough that a yellow page ad is kind of would be silly right now because nobody has we don't have landlines and we don't use phone books what good comes in the mail anymore like you you get very few letters in the mail um and so you, but every day you're you're it's a ton of junk and you may get like one or two bills in the mail outside of that there's really not much to look forward to um you know unless for whatever the packages are you've ordered on amazon and those don't come in the form of postcards so most of that stuff just hits the trash and so marketing that way it's expensive you're you know, it's all-encompassing. You're getting all the households in a given area, and it's not—it's just not a good use of your money. Like, so you're it's, you're going into a very general audience, and and a lot of times you're ending up in the trash or it's it's wasted. It's just traffic. Um, banner ads used to be really really effective on on online, but consumers have kind of figured it out. They're not clicking on that stuff as much anymore. Same as Google AdWords. Like, it's been it's been around for quite a, a while, and it, unless you're um, Unless your business is really, really, really an emergency, like if your AC goes out in Florida, well, you're probably gonna, you know, you'll, you know, you'll, you'll sell your firstborn or you'll sell your car to is get your, your AC, AC fixed. Again? Yeah, the, and so in that respect, sometimes the Google AdWords can work for you because it's pay per click and you can make yourself come up on the first page. Um, but outside of that, like it says "ad" beside it, like people know it's an ad, and so the, the click through rates on those are significantly down from where they were five years ago. Consumers' behavior has changed significantly. And that's where social media can come in, and so like TV commercials have really dominated probably the last you know four or five decades, and we can understand how impactful that is. And that one, but with consumer behavior, we don't watch TV to buy stuff outside of the QVC crowd. But I'm not in that, so I don't understand it. You watch TV for entertainment, but there's advertisements on there, and that's kind of if it's influenced your buying decisions. And so maybe you saw a new car commercial, and like a new model came out, and you're like wow, and it, but it makes you want it. Like, and we all, you know, we know what new car fever is like. If you catch it, you're buying a new car. And that's kind of how that mediums work, but everything's shifted so much now and the overwhelming majority of people are watching, um, they're getting their their visual entertainment, so to speak, from Amazon Prime, Hulu, Fire Stick, um, Netflix. There's all these other mediums where they can take in that entertainment, watch it on demand and skip through commercials. And so it's not the greatest way to get your message across. And it's still really expensive, but you can, effectively do the, you can effectively do the same thing with social media. You can craft your commercial, create your message, but you can make it come on your customer's favorite station when they're watching. And the best part about it is that they engage with that commercial or if they watch it, you can make them see it over and over again.
0: I think there's a lot of people that say things move way too fast in marketing and advertising and it's scary to me uh in my opinion they should have the opposite view because things are actually becoming less and less expensive to acquire the right types of customers if you're willing to have an advisor have somebody who is there to help you through the process who knows what they're doing and it's one of those things that it's an investment it's not a cost You are investing in the right type of exposure that's going to drive revenue to your business. And um, you mentioned your own personal story, which I really appreciate saying, you know, you are really struggling. And every business owner at some point or another is going to probably go through a point where things are going to be really tough. And luckily you persevered, you found the tools, uh, your business is doing great now to a point where you're kind of pulling yourself away from it. It's going to be able to run, uh, on its own to some degree. And you're able to open a second business where you're using the tools and the knowledge that helped save your business, work with other business owners in this area that may be faced with similar problems. Obviously, uh, you know, you're not mother Teresa, you're going to be making money off of it, but, um, that's what it's about. If you're bringing value to others, um, you will, you'll profit from it. So it's cool. Tell me a little bit more um, just to dive in a little bit further on the complicated parts or what people, if they think they're doing social media, lay some hard facts on me. What is the reality of saying, Oh, you know, I put some posts on my Facebook page. I got this handled. What's the reality of that, that you often have to, is sobering for business owners when you talk to them? Putting a lot
1: of value in how many likes you have on your page, the so your organic reach of of a Facebook page is probably less than two percent of the people that have liked it. So if you've got about five thousand likes on your page, that's about a hundred people that are going to see a given post and like what you're going to reach. And it tends to, you know, but that, you know, so that's how social media works. They, they serve two audiences. Um, it's a free platform for the users and their ultimate goal is to make it like the best user experience possible. The revenue is generated from paid advertising and, but they want to make sure that they're showing relevant ads to the people that are on the platform. Um, so if you're you know if you're not ever in, um, interested in something then I want to keep showing you ads for that because it doesn't make sense. And then but a lot of times business owners will think that you know they're super active on social media and there's all these people that tell you you need to post, you know, this time, this many times a day on this platform and, and this much on this platform. And, and that's great because your page is active, but it doesn't mean it's being seen. And, you know, so on average, if you've got 5,000 page likes and you make a post around a hundred people are going to see it. And so to kind of put that into perspective as, you know, you get that uh, friend you connected with a while ago, you know, but you haven't sort of seen seen anything from them on Facebook. You haven't engaged with any of their posts or their content. And then all of a sudden you find out that, you know, they, they had a kid. You're like, how'd that happen? Like, how'd you have, like, it was on Facebook and you didn't, you didn't see it on there. And, but that's, you weren't overly engaging with their stuff. And so it's not coming up through your Facebook feed. And so it's the people and the friends that you have, unless you've got three friends on Facebook, but if you've got like a thousand, you're not going to see, you know, the posts from all those thousand people, the people that you're engaging with the most, that's what's going to show up in your Facebook feed. And the same thing applies to a business. Like, if you're, if, you know, a given person's not overly engaged with your stuff, they're not going to see every post that you have. And that's why you, you can go on there and the, like the back end metrics of that stuff, it tells you, how I many people saw it. And so that's what matters. And so it's not so much that, yes, it's important to be active on social media, but at the same time, understand that like it's, it's a pay to play platform. And so you, if you have a, an overly engaging piece of content, but then you may want to put some, put something behind that, or get a strategy built around that. That's it, you know, success leaves success leaves clues, and that's kind of giving you a, a better indication of what your audience might be more interested in. Get more content around that, and then and you'll you can get more traction.
0: Yeah. So there's a lot of opportunity utilizing tools like Facebook because it is Big Brother. It knows a lot of information about lots of people that are on it. Absolutely. And you can use that as an advertiser and a marketer, but that's only one step. Some Mm -hmm. people say, oh, I can create a target for my ad and I put $50 in for the month and it's going to go after those people. And that's kind of the old approach of... You know, people were doing that on TV. Well, people who like golf also have a lot of money on average. And so, you know, that would be good for a financial advisor to put their commercial on golf. Mm -hmm. Well, you can do so much more with Facebook, but you got to go many layers deep, including even tools onto your website and, and how to manage certain bots and all these activities and how are they going to fit together to drive revenue, to drive, you know, customers actually coming in the doors and spending money on your product or service. And that's really what you specialize in really understanding how that system works. Yeah.
1: So Facebook's got, they, they have tracking code. So there's a Facebook pixel, um, you know, and it's, there are very, very few businesses that actually have that in play. And in, you on this research this. I mean, you are looking for these businesses, and you can tell
0: within a second of going on
1: there. Yeah, it takes about five seconds to, to see if somebody's got that that code. So that Most people understand, or they may have Google Analytics on their site. Um, they might. There's code out there on Facebook, and that tracks your activity. And you can put that code on your website, which allows you to retarget your web traffic. So you could re-tar- retarget people who have landed on a specific page of your website about... Seventy percent of all online shopping carts are abandoned, and they don't follow through with the purchase. But we've we've all probably done that, where you went and you went to you know to buy something on the internet and you don't follow through with it. And the next thing you know, you're getting, you know, you're getting an email back or you're getting something back. And it starts popping up. Hey, you know, you didn't. We'll give you a ten percent off or fifteen percent off if you complete your purchase. And like, how how do they know I did that? Well, they're using some sort of retargeting on that. It's not. So it's free. Facebook gives you a free Facebook pixel. You to get to claim it, copy, paste it, put it in the header of your website, and that just unlocks a ton of potential with what you can do there. You can create custom audiences with it. And so if there are people that are that have engaged with some of that stuff, you can track that traffic if you know how to do it. Um, and that's where you can put all that, but the interest that they have in there. When you think about all the things over the last three to five years where you had the opportunity to, you know, create a new user ID and a new password, you know, and, that's the, and like every time I talk to somebody like, I just wish I had more passwords in my life. Like, okay, that's nobody. So but one of the options you've got is you could log in with your Facebook account or maybe you can log in with your Google account. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you're doing it. But when you're doing that, you're sharing information they have a ton of information on all of us as to what our likes and dislikes are. And so it's not, it isn't a bad thing necessarily. That's what keeps you from seeing ads, uh, you know, about, um, you know, something that you, that you just that don't are irrelevant to me. Yeah. yeah. Like if you don't, you know, if you don't care about like, uh, mud wrestling, you know, and then like, you're not going to see a bunch of mud wrestling ads come up in, you know, your in your Facebook feed. If that's not something that you've, you've looked into as an interest. Yeah. But if you, but if you are concerned in, um, you know, you're looking into, let's say like a vacationing in a certain state or, um, you know, you're something like that, that, yeah, it's going to track your interest and it can show you something that's a relevant offer for you.
0: And businesses that understand this are going to put their content in front of those people who are looking and have an interest in that particular product service, or like you mentioned, a vacation in a certain area.
1: Yeah. that's one of the things as a business owner, like we get so we kind of get caught up drinking our own Kool-Aid and you don't, you've got to realize that you want to understand like your customer value journey. What is it, because they're not sitting there like and um, you know, they're not sitting on their couch and they, they hear about your business and then they just jump up, oh, I have to go do this right now. That's it's not how it usually works. You don't see that car commercial and jump off, off the couch and you go run down there and just go buy it right then. It, it typically takes a few times and like depending on who you talk to, it's anywhere from seven to 10, maybe 15 different, you know, touches or impressions to get somebody to take action. They have to warm up to the concept of doing business with you.
0: Yeah. There's a journey. Yeah.
1: And so it's important to understand what that journey is for your business. And it's, it's different Um, for the product or service you're trying to sell. You don't have to warm me up a whole lot for a $10 hamburger. I'm I'm down. So,
0: Just takes one, but, yeah, and some convenience. <laughs> but if it's something more complex, say even it's a, a business-to-business transaction or it's a larger transaction, there's still opportunities with platforms like Facebook and Instagram and, and obviously LinkedIn
1: mm-hmm. that
0: businesses can utilize. And they're really not, especially not in Brevard.
1: Yeah, and that's and those are things that that are really going to work for you because. It, typically especially if it's a larger transaction the bigger the transaction the more homework your customer is probably going to do they're going to check out your social media pages they're going to check out your website they're going to look for your reviews and and so that stuff matters and having just understanding that they're going to go through that it's why it's so important to make sure that you've got good quality content there and that you understand like how to massage that traffic so that your business can can actually take away tangible results. That's the beauty of when you when you're marketing this way, and you understand how to do this, you can you can track it. You know how much. So if you're if you're spending X, but you're making Y, you see it. it there is no, you can take the, like the guesswork out of it, so to speak. Like I, don't, I mean, no business owner wants to hear like, I know you think that your marketing didn't work, but you got all these impressions, and, like, and you hit thirty thousand households in the south end of the county. But if you didn't get business, you don't right, where's care. The money? Right? You don't care. And, you know, and so, you know, when my impressions hit the bottom of somebody's trash can, I'm not interested. This shows you it's very, very, very trackable. Um, there's how many people engaged with it, what your rate was. And then you, so you can sort of exponentially apply that strategy. And so that you know that if for every, um, you know, for you know, every 200, 200, impressions that you're getting 50 clicks. And from 50 clicks, that turns into, you know, 10 leads. 10 leads turns into three customers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Once you know that, you can then apply that to the, like the greater strategy gets, you know, and that's how you expand your business.
0: Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Definitely the ability to have metrics and analytics and then go after your specific uh, clientele. There's no better time than now. There's never been a better time than the way it is now. So it's really exciting. Well, I appreciate you coming in, Mike. Uh, I appreciate you sharing all your stories with us and uh we're gonna have to have you come back because there's so much more to really talk about in this avenue
1: oh absolutely how
0: can they find you um you can find me online
1: at, at, at digitallyfit.biz and uh so i'm out there on um I'm on instagram on facebook um then we have the gym too so you have no limits fitness we're down in west melbourne um they can find me there too so i'll have uh you know, catch my, catch my ugly mug on the videos on both, (laughs) both platforms.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, awesome. I appreciate it, Mike. You have a great rest of your day.
1: Hey, Trevor, thanks for having me.